all. Hello and welcome back to Boochball. I'm your host, Alex, joined as always by my lovely co-host, Freed. How you doing over there, Freed? Hey, Alex. Haven't heard from you in a while. We took last week off. It's been an eternity without Boochball. It sure has, Freed. Oh, nothing much has changed on my end except that I got COVID. Yikes. I'm actually celebrating the final day of my 10-day quarantine since I started having symptoms a little over a week ago. Survival of the fittest. That means that that I'm fit. COVID is back, Freed. It's back with a vengeance. And it is starting to impact... The football world, uh, it's impacting the NFL definitely with a ton of players right now that are getting it and having to be held out. And we're starting to see it creep on into the college football ranks as well. We just found out today that Texas A&M is not going to be playing against ACC runner-ups Wake Forest. Oh no, not the Gator Bowl. No, Freed. I saw something that said Wake Forest is going to play Bishop Sycamore now. (laughs) so we'll see how the demon deeks finish out their cinderella season free ball covid is back but so is the kombucha this is the first round of our first ever bbpc what is it booch ball playoff committee booch ball committee yeah the B- <laughs> well, uh, this is our first ever matchup and um what we will be doing on today's episode is looking at the number two and number three seeds from the kombucha year that was as we move over to the first section of booch ball which is of course what we're drinking what we're drinking so, Boochies, if you're confused, maybe you missed episode 15, Getting Rowdy, featuring Rowdy Mermaid Rowdy Belly. We went through and picked our top four kombuchas of the 2021 season. What we ended up with was GT's Trilogy in second place. Woo-woo! Trilogy. Oh, Trilogy in second place. That's kind of funny. That's messed up. We should have been a third. It should have been the three seed. Yeah, but Just we had the unanimous. Michigan. We had a unanimous three seed in the health aid cayenne cleanse, so we had to give it to him there. Yeah, you know, health aid was essentially the SEC of this year. They have two teams in the playoffs. That's so true. what does that make? GTS. Hey, the GTS still uh, still comes in hungry. The GTS had the the most games played this year i think there was a i think what happened this season was that gt's might have cannibalized itself a little bit you know they had some mashups you know Mm -hmm. a lot of really strong programs this year and the number two seed gt's trilogy i think we have our michigan we'll have to just let it play out freed any given booch ball so just as a quick recap we have the gt's trilogy which we drank on the episode with a friend of the podcast durr from the whatever you want pod uh the trilogy is a gt's kombucha that's got raspberry juice lemon juice and fresh pressed ginger juice nice nice and cayenne cleanse when did we drink that cayenne cleanse i think was early in the season 
that was that was our first episode of 2021 not including the kombucha before the storm of course but that was the week one episode and just as a reminder cayenne cleanse has some lime juice cayenne pepper and ginger juice so ginger is the crossover between both of these two kombuchas why don't you say we pop this thing open and go in for the sniff test let's start with the gt's trilogy starting with the with the uh, the home team the two seed all right sniff test a nice healthy color deep red uh, color from the raspberry good head yeah mm-hmm. i mean gt's trilogy it's the top of the line right heavenly after a long hard day of work a long hard year of work it feels like it's just off my shoulders now as i move into my christmas vacation and that hits the spot Mm -hmm. yeah this is a this is a pto booch right here no work for me gonna head up to the future in-laws do you guys get along um we did until I just started discussing. No, nope, not gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get along. All right, that's good. Well, cheers. can't spill well, the laundry with the boochies. Too much hot sauce. <laughs> spill the fermented tea, Freed. Spill the fermented tea. You know, trilogy. <laughs> other than holiday cheers from Health Aid, can you think of a better Christmas booch than GT's trilogy? Hmm. It is uh, nice and bright and red. Maybe we should leave this out for Santa Claus. I think he'd prefer the holiday cheers with the chocolate and vanilla notes. That's fair. Santa has a sweet tooth. So it's going to be interesting to see how this uh, the Cayenne Clen responds. That's a spicy little booch. We're going to put our uh, spicy boys nickname to the test with this one. Spicy boys? Spicy boys for life. We should make spicy boys t-shirts, Reed. Think anybody owns spicyboy.com? Probably. Probably, and I'm not sure you're going to like what you find. <laughs> Don't Google that at the in-law's house. Dude, I'm struggling to get the... I, can no, see I can't even pop this right now. I can't get... I'm trying to get this, the sticker off, like the the jacket ah. around the head. Oh, I got it. There we Son go. Son of a gun. Why is this so fucking hard to pop? Maybe, maybe my muscles have atrophied due to COVID. Yeah, oh. COVID took your strength. That's the hardest I've ever strained to open. Did you get the sticker game. off? You got to take the sticker off. No, first. I did. I took the sticker off like well before. Oh. Hmm. I could stick. totally take you in a uh, Oklahoma <laughs> drill today. <laughs> today, yeah. Pouring out Let's the dive into this. Take a little sniff test. Sniff test. Looks like straight lime juice when you pour it out. It's that mm. opaque, pale, creamy yellow color. Let's dive in here. Very different. Those cayenne flakes, they really get you. Yeah, that just hit me in the back of my throat there. Yeah, I had an instant hiccup when I started sipping. It's kind of deceptively smooth, I feel like. It's kind of like smooth at the top and then burns you at the back. It's going to be interesting what happens when we go back to the trilogy in reverse. Shall we move on? Maybe keep swaying back and forth a little bit? And Yep. No? Let the BBC make its judgment. <laughs> Let us. All right, Freed, we've told the good folks what we're drinking. It is a contest between GT's Trilogy, the number two seed, and the number three seed, Health Aid Cayenne Cleanse. We've told you what we're drinking. It's now time for us to tell you 
what we're thinking. What we're thinking. So, Freed, here we are on Booch Ball, the only podcast on the internet talking kombucha and college sports. We've told him about the booch, Freed, but now we are a couple weeks removed from our last episode. We thought we were going to have college football edge Johnny on the episode today, but he uh, is at a Philadelphia Sixers game. Trust the process, Alex. Trust the process. So we're going to have to do this by ourselves. The biggest story, I think, in college football since we last recorded was National Signing Day from last week. And the biggest story from National Signing Day was number one overall recruit, FSU commit. Travis Hunter says no to Mike Norvell at the last second and heads on over to Jackson State. Deion Sanders and Barstool Sports giving him his bag and Travis Hunter burns the Knowles. An incredible signing day, especially yeah. for the Miami fans of the world. For Canes fans, you just love to see that. Anything that hurts Florida State, is good for us just to see Deion Sanders spur his alma mater like that. Deion shocked the world. Shout out to former Miami Hurricane wide receiver Mark Pope. He's heading to Jackson State as well. So we will wish him luck there as we nice. keep, as we try to keep tabs on Deion's team next season. Noodles. Well, Deion's team uh, ended up losing it in the uh, in their bowl game. Yeah, the they lost to South Carolina State. Yeah, I feel like that was they had so much momentum and now going into that they lose that game with they went into that game 10 and 1, I think playing against a 7 and 6 South Carolina State or something like that. Something like that, yeah. And that's what happens in bowl games. You know, it's it's the start of next season as much as it is the end of this season and mm-hmm. momentum is a fickle mistress. You see it a lot with the transfer portal, the national signing day, and you get into the bowl game, either riding momentum or a hungry team with no momentum, like South Carolina State just comes in there and says, hey, I want this more than you. So when you pick bowl games, keep in mind, you have to try to figure out which team is really ready to show up. Freed, it's interesting that you bring up momentum because as I was scrolling through ESPN today, the top story on ESPN.com is... Is momentum real? An in-depth investigation of sports' most overused term. Spoiler <laughs> alert, there's no real answer. I ain't going to read all that. What is it? I'm happy for you or sorry that happened? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to read that, though. Fried, why don't we take a quick stop in to see how the kombucha canes are doing with our new head football coach, Mario Cristobal. Kombucha Canes. The early national signing period has came and went, Alex, and Miami filled a small yet very stout class for Mario Cristobal's year zero. Most of these were Manny Diaz's recruits, but we saw a couple of kids at the bottom of that class, albeit kids that probably will become solid players in Landon Ibieta and flip Carswell, we saw them flip to the SEC schools. But Miami brought in a couple new pieces of their own. 
Mario's first commit was three-star cornerback Jaden Harris out of Georgia. And I pointed out that he's a three-star, not because I don't think he's going to become a good player, but because he's the only three-star in this class so far. All the other eight commits, all four-star players. And what that means is that although Miami only has nine commits and they're ranked right around 50th overall right now, their quality of commit, at least their their average rating, according to the 24-7 composite, is top 10 in the country. So it's a small class, but a lot of really good players. They've signed two top 100 recruits right at the end of the national signing period. These were guys that Mario Cristobal pulled in in Nigelie Kelly from South Florida, defensive end, and tight end Jaleel Skinner, Skinner. out of ING. Number one tight end for tight end you, baby. Uh, he's overall number three in the composite, but some had him at number one. And But at the end of the day, Bama wanted him. And that, that's a win for Miami and Mario. But we ain't done yet. At least that's what the recruits are saying on Twitter. There's eye emojis. There's talk of more coming. There was two kids who signed during the early period but are announcing at the All-American game on January 8th. Four-star top 100 defensive lineman Cyrus Moss and four-star top 100 wide receiver Kevin Coleman out of Missouri. Both of them are looking like strong Miami leans. If the two of those kids sign, Miami's class jumps up into the top 20. All right. What, where are we right now? We're like hovering around the 50s? 49th overall in the 24-7 composite. Okay. And, and one more big fish in the pan. That's a possible Miami commit in the true, you know, later National Signing Day period. That's top 10 overall player in the country a Miami kid, defensive lineman, Shamar Stewart, Mm. appears to be either between Miami and Texas A&M. Georgia also in the mix. Also seen some rumblings about Jackson State, but I don't know how real that is. All right, that's enough out of you, Jackson State. What's up with Texas A&M? Texas A&M with the multiple top 10 classes? I don't know. I I feel like Miami actually has a pretty solid shot at Stewart, but maybe I'm just drinking the Kool-Aid. But yeah, if AM gets him, they have like seven or eight or nine out of the top 20 kids in the country. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And we're playing them next season. I don't know how Texas much money Jimbo is paying. I don't know if it's legal or illegal, but they are throwing whatever throw. it is, it's working. <laughs> whatever they're doing is working. Texas AM has a stupid amount of money, and Jimbo's hot right now. I mean, the man won a national championship less than 10 years ago. I, mm-hmm. I get it but he's got the momentum freed sure does see if they can (laughs) translate that to some wins next year all right well we'll see what happens well they translated uh it to a big win over alabama so i feel like this like this season was interesting this season up to this point was more legit than last year as far as games actually being played the season actually being competitive we had a strong run it is what it is so freed we have the booch ball bowl season upon us right now we've got the gt trilogy matching up against the health aid cayenne cleanse so what i figured that we'd do to wrap out our thinking section here is i wanted you to bring to the table some of your kombucha bowl ideas and what i mean by this is for example i was watching 
Utah State play in the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. Did you see this, Reed? I did. It was disheartening. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. It was great. Jim, a bowl named after Jimmy Kimmel. He's doing the whole thing as a joke. And he had a mascot for the bowl, which was a camel. So it was the Kimmel Camel. And it was the LA Bowl. They interviewed him on screen. It was really funny. And I think they did a good job with it, which got me to thinking, what if we were to start our own kombucha bowls? What would they be called? And maybe what would a mascot be for something like, like to that? Point out two things about the LA Bowl just very briefly. One, Please. Oregon State got trashed by Utah State. Just just throwing that out there. Aggies. Also, while Jimmy Kimmel was being interviewed on set, he had his chef guy bring up sandwiches and Greg McElroy just looked so uncomfortable. He's like, you seriously want me to eat this sandwich while I am announcing this football game? And <laughs> he was smiling and going along with it, but you could tell he was like, get these fuckers out of there the entire There's time. a lot of fuckery going on during that. Their, their mascot, the Kimmel Camel, like projectile vomited <laughs> onto one of the reporters. <laughs> I missed that yeah like they just kept doing stuff so greg was uh he was right to <laughs> to camels be skeptical vicious, man one of my friends got his ear bitten by a camel at the palm beach county fair in like 2004 wow you heard it i don't here think first. any blood was drawn but could have lost an ear wow well stakes are high freed so freed why don't you let's trade off here give me your first bowl selection the Boochrader.com Boochie Bowl. Tell me more. Well, as the proud owner of Boochrader.com, I plan to really? one day yeah, I think I remember utilize you it for something. Wow. I very yeah. much don't have an active website, but I do own <laughs> yeah, the domain name. I do own the domain name. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it. The Boochrader.com. So what would be the mascot for that? Oh, uh, man. I don't know. You got to come up with an animal, right? It's like like Carfax. You get a fox. Boochrader.com. Liberty yeah. Mutual has an emu. Boochies, if you have any ideas. What about the Boochrader bot? And it could be a robot. Ooh, the Boochrader bot. Yeah. Sure. yeah exactly. The ETF5 bot would be the mascot for that. Yeah. Case solved. Okay, cool. All right. One of my bull ideas. The Health Aid Fruit Bowl. So it has a clever little name because it's a fruit bowl. And then the mascots would be all, all little, of the little, little cartoon mascots. characters. Yeah. Walking they around. That would be good, right? Each other in the stands. That would be great. Mm-hmm. There I like you go. So Health Aid Fruit Bowl. I also wanted to go with an agricultural product bowl. because There's so many out there. You know, the orange, the sugar, the cotton. That All the bowls started as agriculture right basically sure. even fiesta corn chips that one's a stretch but so i could think of nothing better than the redhead world ginger bowl <laughs> and you're allowed to say that because you are kind of a ginger i'm ginger adjacent yeah you're close ginger adjacent <laughs> so i tried to find some sort of redhead association or something 
And the most popular Facebook group I could find was Redhead World with 26,000 members. So <laughs> I think that they would be interested. That's like 50% members. capacity at a, you know, most college stadiums. If all the Redhead World members <laughs> went into the stadium with a plus one, we're filling it up. <laughs> and so what's the mascot for that? Uh, Wendy's would sponsor it, presented yeah. by Wendy's, and they'd have Wendy as the mascot. Very good. Okay. I like that. All right, so my final bowl, uh, I felt I'd st- I, I'm going to stick with the with the two competitors here. So we had the Health Aid Fruit Bowl, and then the next bowl would be the GT Dave 100% Love Bowl. And I think the mascot would just be like a giant heart and or GT Dave or yeah, Cupid. GT Dave. GT Dave in a dressed up as Cupid. <laughs> Who says no? Probably GT Dave. But... <laughs> Uh, he seems like he's game for a publicity stunt that gt dave all right freed well now that we have our booch bowls in line it's time for us to check in on these booches uh let's sidle on over to the bucha barometer bucha barometer these two are just hitting the spot they're going blow for blow they punch really for punch are. There's a knockout coming soon, though. I feel like it, but I'm enjoying both right now. Trilogy. This was like trilogy is like the opposite of the Miami Hurricanes. They came out strong right out the gate, and it's just dependable. Like you know what you're getting. There's no we're gonna get shut out against Louisiana Tech, or are we gonna drop a fifty burger on somebody else? You just mm-hmm. you know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was probably a little harsh on the trilogy when we gave it our in season grades. I probably took points off just because it's. It's the pinnacle. It's the macro. It's the expectation. Yeah. And I don't think I showed it enough love because it is a really good kombucha. Mm-hmm. That little subtle raspberry kick is really nice. That being said, every time I take a sip of the cayenne cleanse, it kind of it's like addicting. It like brings me back for another sip because it's like a real like palate cleanser. This is what I like about Health Aid is that it like feels healthy. You're getting. A lot of ginger and a lot of cayenne per capita in each sip here. Mm -hmm. I think my one knock on it right now is following the trilogy. It comes off a little bitter with all that ginger. Yeah. When we drank it straight up, I think it had enough sweetness from just the kombucha base and the sweet tea to to get through. But with the trilogy, that little sweetness (laughs) from the raspberry. Yeah is making me lean towards GT side right now and the two seed GT's trilogy. GT Dave is 100% loving that, Freed. Well, we've told the good people what we're drinking. The number two seed, the GT's trilogy, matching up against the number three seed, Health Aid Cayenne Cleanse. It's time to look at the holiday bowls, Freed, as we move on to the final segment of Booch Ball, who we're picking. Who we're picking. All right, Alex, let's jump right in before we start our New Year's Six picks. Let's talk Kombucha Canes, Miami venturing back to beautiful, rugged El Paso for the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Man, Tony the Tiger is such an icon. Frosted Flakes doesn't even need to say anything anymore, huh? (laughs) So true. He's great. (laughs) Yeah, they are. So the Sun Bowl, Washington State. I've been away from Miami football for long enough that I've started to lose 
my resolution to temper my expectations. And even though Washington State is now favored in this game, and there seems to be COVID running rampant in the Miami, uh, Miami facility right now, as we don't know any of the specifics, I think as long as Tyler Van Dyke can play, Freed, Miami's got a chance to beat a 7-5 and five Washington State team. I've got the Canes winning this one 33-30. Nice. Man, I, I second all that stuff. I mean, everything that we've learned this year should say we probably should not be picking Miami to win this game. You know that there's COVID outbreaks. If TVD doesn't play, I'm Can not Mario sure. coach this game? Is no, Mario, Mario on the sidelines? <laughs> You're going to have assistant coaches running the program. And it's going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of snaps up for grabs for young players. Yeah. You've got a couple seniors or various upperclassmen, whatever year you want to call them, already opted out. You're not going to have your number one receiving target in Charleston Rambo. You've got two guys from the defensive line also opting out, John Ford and uh, uh, DeAndre Johnson. Right. Both opted out. So a lot of here. snaps available for the young guns. But you know what? I'm okay with that because the young guns are good. So like you said, if TVD's there, I like Miami to win by three as well, 38 to 35. So the tiebreaker is going to have to be over under instead of spread points for us. Okay. All right, Fred, I like it. A new wave of optimism on the back of Mario. I guess. I guess. All right. Well, next up we have the Cotton Bowl. The which one? Who are they sponsored by? Remember we guessed who? Cotton Bowl Classic. Love me some tires. What does Goodyear have to do with cotton? Money. Freed, the Cotton Bowl, this is our number one seed, Alabama, facing off against group of five darlings, Cincinnati, Alabama, 13 and a half point favorites in the Cotton Bowl, Freed. Who you got? 13 and a half is too much for me. I think Cincinnati has a real chance to win this game because these guys are motivated and they really want it. Bama had a huge win against Georgia. I think their momentum, we're going back to it, their momentum was peaking in the SEC championship game. I do not see them carrying that wave. I don't like to ever say Nick Saban's going to look past anybody, but how can these guys really look at Cincinnati and say, we need to spend the next three weeks giving it our best effort in practice this week because we're going to play Cincinnati and they're going to take it to us. Cincinnati's saying that. They want it. Does Bama? I don't know. I think Cincinnati covers the spread, and I think they keep it real close, and they might even win this game. Not surprised to hear this from a Cincinnati diehard Bearcats fan over there, but not so fast, my friend. Alabama, after beating the number one team in the country, Georgia, all the momentum's in Alabama's favor, and Alabama's got something to prove right now. They've got a little chip on their shoulder with this little upstart runt Cincinnati hanging around. I think Alabama coming out and putting the smack down on Cincinnati, therefore eliminating any cause for any more group of five teams to get into a playoff for the next 10 years if Bama puts up more than 14 on them. Okay, Alex, but before we move on to the next semifinal game, if you look at the history of group of five teams versus power five teams, in important games 
the group of five teams almost always cover the spread and they win way more than they should. So I think it's going to be closer than you expect. Wow. All right, Freed. Moving on to the other semifinal game, the Capital One Orange Bowl at Hard Rock Stadium, a world-class venue, despite not being on the campus of Miami in Coral Gables. We got number two, Michigan, and number three, Georgia. Who are you picking here, Alex? Georgia is favored by seven and a half. Freed, you know I had to give it to the U of M. They're playing at Hard Rock after all, but not talking about the Canes this time. I am joining in heavy with the Dr. Lauren Zimmerman bandwagon on Michigan. Not sure if they're going to win this game, but hey, they beat Ohio State. Hell, you know, this just might be the year, Freed. George is going to be tough, though. Uh, I am not confident about this pick whatsoever, but for the sake of any given booch ball, I got the Wolverines. As per usual, we're picking with our hearts. <laughs> it never goes well, but it's just so hard to separate church and state in your mind. I've yep. had Georgia as the best team in the country since like week three when I realized that Oklahoma wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. And I'm sticking with Georgia. I think they are the ones that have something to prove after the Alabama game. Not Alabama yeah. at this point. Georgia has a lot to prove here. Kirby Smart has to prove that he can win important games. And I think they come out and really, really give Michigan's young quarterback a hard time. I think Georgia is going to dominate this game. I like both of your arguments on both of those games. <laughs> yeah, well, I always like my arguments and I'm wrong half the time. So. <laughs> That's very true. Very true, Freed. All right. Well, Freed, it's time for our sediment pick of the week. And this week, our sediment pick will be the depleted Peach Bowl. Two teams that Miami matched up against this year. Uh, Miami went 500 against these two teams. Speaking of our, our booch picks, we've got Pitt versus Michigan State. Michigan State two and a half point favorites now that Kenny Pickett has decided to opt out of his bowl game for his jump to the NFL. What about Kenneth Walker? Is he in or out? He's out. So, yeah, you got the best offensive player on both teams, the center point of the offense out on both sides. A true sediment pick. It's fitting that it's sponsored by the Peach Bowl. Might as well make it the sediment bowl. Kavita Pineapple Peach Bowl. (laughs) This game is a fraudulent, redheaded stepchild of the New Year's Six. Well, they should be playing in the redheaded ginger bowl or whatever. (laughs) Wendy's ginger bowl. Cheers. Cheers, Fred. Bottoms up here in a very tight matchup between the two and the three seed whatever way this cookie ends up crumbling these are two very strong kombuchas we are proud to have featured them throughout the course of this year shout out to you gt's trilogy shout out to you health aid cayenne cleanse freed i got michigan state here (laughs) i would rather lose my running back than my all acc quarterback and Michigan State, Michigan State beat Miami, Pittsburgh didn't. Let's talk about momentum again. Michigan State trending down. I actually think no Kenneth Walker is a bigger hit to Michigan State because their offense is so running back friendly. The one game that they lost was the game that Kenneth Walker was just held very in check. And I saw just a few days ago, 
Sam Darnold, former USC quarterback, transferring to Pitt next year. So Pitt. What's his name? Oh, not Sam Darnold. <laughs> Caden Slovis. I just got these USC white pretty boys on my mind. Caden <laughs> Slovis. Blonde hairs, blue eyes, can't lose. Yeah, so Pitt's backup QB, who's getting to start in this game, is really playing for his career right now. Whether he ends up staying at Pitt or whether he decides to transfer, this is a game that he needs to make a statement. So you know he's going to be out there prepared and giving it his best shot. Michigan State, after the disappointment of missing the playoffs when they were so close, you just don't know how they're going to come out and react. I'm taking Pitt to cover this game, and I'd take them to win as well. All right. May the best booch win, Freed. So we disagreed on all three of those then, huh? Uh, yep. <laughs> so we agreed on the Miami pick by three points. And that's going to be the one where we lose. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we will be back next week for the other three New Year's six games. Don't drop your booch, just like Corona. We'll be back. Keep that booch on ice. It's now time to give the final score of this all-time matchup between the Health Aid Cayenne Cleanse and the GT's Trilogy. This one is going to go down in the books as one of the closest games of the season. Now, hold your horses here, Alex. Are we giving scores? Are we adjusting scores, or are we just saying... We are giving scores. We are giving scores because in the event that we have differing opinions, then we're going to have to average out and see which has the highest score. Oh, man, the ETF 5 bot is ready. <laughs> Cayenne Cleanse, a strong showing, the spiciest booch on the table. Um, when I got had my first sip of it after the trilogy, I was a little underwhelmed. But the Cayenne Cleanse really came from behind and put in a great effort down the stretch. Um, this is going to rank as a contending booch for me. It's not quite as spicy as the ginger lemon health aid which is my top overall booch i think the health aid um, ginger lemon packs the biggest kick though the cayenne cleanse does does have that you know that literal spicy with the pepper flakes in there but it just doesn't give me the same robust flavor that i get with that other booch but still a top contender for me the cayenne cleanse it's going to be a 7.9 Nice. I'm picking up what you're putting down here. I actually boosted both of these scores from my originals. These are the best of the best from the year. They deserve to be treated as such. Like you said, I was iffy at first, right on first taste, because I did, like you, we started with the trilogy, which is the sweeter booch, and then you moved on to a less sweet, you get those bitter notes. Over the course of the episode, after I cleared palate, I started with the cayenne cleanse and you were able to pick up that sweetness that we like so much to go along with the spiciness the original time we drank it. And that's still there. This just isn't a everyday all around champion type booch for me. It's a little bit more niche, still really good. I'm giving it a 7.8. Wow, right up there, Freed. When, during the regular season, you and I both gave the Cayenne Cleanse a seven and a half. 
And right again, we were pretty much matched up line for line. We just gave it a slight boost. Slight boost. That's interesting. We both brought it up just below the delicious threshold. And I think that's fair. Fair assessments. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, Freed. We'll carry on then. So the GT's trilogy, man, there is a reason GT's trilogy is sold in gas stations across the country. Three flavors, right? Raspberry, lemon, ginger. You get sweet, you get tart, and you get, you know, gingery, spicy a little bit to some people, but at least it's, it's that punch of ginger. That's the Holy Trinity. Trilogy. Hence the trilogy. This kombucha is so far above the wood recommend. I had to get into delicious territory. I had to boost it through the eight. Trilogy is moving up in my book. I'm giving this an 8.7. Wow. That's major, Freed. Is that that's your that looks like it to be your second highest score ever? Only behind the health aid pomegranate. <laughs> I had to give Trilogy its credit. It earned it. I made it work for it. But uh-huh. Trilogy made it through and and he earned it. Wow. Top to GT Dave. 8.7. That's a big jump. All right. Well, Freed, Trilogy, like I said at the start, this thing came out firing out of the gate. Um, there were some moments where I... Felt, I, I felt the cayenne cleanse gaining on it um, because the cayenne cleanse does have that kind of bite that the trilogy doesn't have. But on my last sip of the trilogy, I literally had like a flutter of my eyelids of just acknowledging the greatness of this kombucha. It's really fantastic. And it's only the second time I've had the trilogy. The first time was earlier this season on the show. Wow. Um, so I think as of right now, the trilogy is probably my favorite GTs out there. Um, and it's a mix of two flavors that I love, l- lemon and ginger, and then that little je ne sais pas, that raspberry, that just pushes this thing over the top with that sweet little booster shot. And Freed, for that reason, I give the trilogy an 8.3. So unanimously decided, GT's trilogy moving on to the college football kombucha finals. All right, folks. Well, the first matchup of the Booch Ball playoffs, the GT's trilogy advances in a tight game. But what's the uh, what? What are the final scores? Can you give us that ETF five bot? Beep, boop, boop, beep, beep, boop, ah. Cayenne Cleanse Health Aid averaged out at seven point eight five, and moving on to the next round. GT's trilogy at 8.5. Well, the Boochies will have to join us for our next episode as our number one seed, but hard to find Booch, the Brew Doctor Watermelon, is going to take on the number four Cincinnati seed, the Health Aid Blood Orange Carrot Ginger. Hey, just like in the real thing, if you can't find it, if they don't show up to play, they forfeit. Doctor, get it in our local stores. You don't need to make us drive around the state to find it. Come on now. I'm I'm dying over here trying to find that that our number one seed. And no, I don't think anybody saw that coming. The Brew Doctor Watermelon is the number one seed. 
Definitely. That brew doctor is more like the group of five. That's, that's really the Cincinnati. All the other competitors from probably should have been a role reversal, probably should have given the trilogy, the boost. Um, but Hey, any given booch ball freed, I think this will sort itself out in the end. I can, uh, I'm envisioning a blood orange carrot ginger trilogy finals here. So we'll have to see what happens. I don't know, man. Brew Doctor Watermelon is the number one seed for a reason. Mm-hmm. Rock the world. That's true. You never know. You never know, Freed. All right. Well, Freed, where can the good people find us online to keep up with all the college football and kombucha news in the world? Hit us up on Twitter at Boochball. Hit us up on Instagram. Boochrader.com coming soon <laughs> to a bowl game near you. Wow. Great. All right, Freed. The... First ever boot ball college football playoff game. Uh, resounding success. Boochies, we hope you enjoy your holidays coming up. And from all of us here at Booch Ball. Stay cultured. Peace. Booch. We playing Booch Ball. Oh.